Welcome to the High Crush Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Abe Delgado. And in our fourth episode of the season, I continue my chat with Stephen and Kristen Rossler of Rossler's Blue Cord Barbecue in Colleen, Texas. This is the back end of a fun hour and a half interview with these two inspiring folks. We get into the, their plans for the future. Uh, we dig into their barbecue and their menu. And we also have a little fun and, and kind of talk about the good old days and a certain little sexy leg contest. You might be surprised about this one. They're such hardworking, friendly folks. Everybody in the barbecue world loves these guys. And it was a blast interviewing them. I hope you enjoy the rest of their story. This is Rossler's Blue Cord Barbecue. Let's jump in. Let's jump into your barbecue, right? So, right. right now, you guys are doing catering. When did the catering business start, and kind of what what all do, what all do y'all cook for the catering? Right. So, um, so for the caterings, you know, we we really uh, once again, you know, I, I guess you could say early 2000, uh, 2016, uh, a friend of mine came and picked up a brisket from me. Um, my buddy JD and he took it down to New Orleans to a, another friend of ours that we um, that we grew up with in Greenwood, and uh, they had like he rewarmed it. They gave him the rewarming instructions, and um, they were like, "We want him to cater our wedding in New Orleans," and I'm like, "Awesome! Like, let's do it!" And you know, I think Brett had done some caterings that he was posting on Instagram. So I had somewhat of a general idea, but not really because, you know, I was on Pinterest and everything else. And I was like, oh, my God, what did I get myself into? And it was two for, for 250 people, um, mind you. And so I, I'm i like, oh, my God, what did I do? You know, like I have to have chafing dishes. I have to have I mean, where are we going to cook the stuff at? You know, I don't have a pit because the, the Moberg wasn't done yet. Um, in fact, I don't even think we had put a deposit down for it. Um, so, you know, here we are. Um, I looked up, you know, uh, smoker trailers for rent and, you know, was able to get the smoker trailer from a, from a friend of ours named Eli um, out of, I think Kristen, Kristen and my dad drove down to, to Taylor and they picked up that and, and, and ate some, you know, ate some world famous barbecue while they were down there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, so they brought the trailer back and my dad and I cooked everything, uh, cooked everything two days prior, uh, chilled it in the, uh, in our Yeti that we had and, uh, and we, we uh, got it all chilled and then packed up, loaded up everything and drove out to, uh, drove out to New Orleans. So that was the start of it. And we had bought some chafing dishes. Um, we, uh, we had bought two Cambros. Uh, secondhand Cambros, so they were already, you know, I had had to freaking clean the crap out of those. You know, those older Cambros, they have that white uh, seal on them, you know, they get real nasty. Um, so had that, and then, yeah, that's where it all started, man. That's, um, you know, that's how we started, and, you know, we've, uh, you know, that 250 seems like nothing compared to what Chris and I have done. I mean, we did a catering for 500 uh, that that the day of turned into 600 and we're like uh okay well i guess we'll adapt and overcome this you know what i mean and so 
um, yeah. we do we do everything. I mean, we we will um, we we really love to cut in front of you, uh, cut your your proteins in front of you, just because it brings that overall experience, that Texas that Texas uh, experience and culture. Um, you know, it brings it right there to to your doorstep. You know, and and we do you know for our caterings, we'll do brisket, we do ribs, uh, sausage, chicken, turkey, uh, pulled pork. You know, we'll do steaks. We've done steak caterings, um, you know, baked potato bars, things of that nature. And um, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been a whole lot of fun and, and gotten a lot of experience on on long lines and what to do and what not to do um, as far as pop ups go. And I know it'll be even different. You know, it'll it'll drastically change for uh, for restaurant. But we know what amounts to cook for. And what amounts to not cook for you know we've learned our lesson where we've made way too many briskets like the you know the first catering like i said the new orleans catering you know of 250 people you're looking at you know anywhere between 17 you know little because the most of protein was 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 brisket they wanted a little bit of sausage but it was mostly protein uh, or mostly brisket and so here i am thinking like well, shoot, I'm gonna overkill, and I, I did like 22 briskets. Man, that was a that was a big cluster because we had more brisket than we know what to do with. Now, granted, they took it all with them, you know, so that was cool. But I was thinking we didn't make any money on this. Like, in fact, we were in the hole on that. <laughs> Dang, so, yeah. It was like, lesson learned, man. Yeah, lesson learned. You, but I but guess too, you paid. You know, we had to buy stuff too. You know, we had to buy you know all the shapers and everything else. You know, so yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. And so you talked about a potato, uh, baked potato bar. Do you guys do any, um, sides or specialty sides? Yeah. So we, we're doing, um, we're doing our, our, our mac and cheese, which Kristen, you know, when we, when we do our mac and cheese, it's, a, it's, everything's like, you know, melted down. We're not doing, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's all craft, craft bar, you know, craft sides, I guess you could say is, mm-hmm. you know, we do the mac and cheese. Um, we do the cream corn, um, green beans, uh, our mm-hmm. beans, our potato beans, salad. beans and potato salad. Our potato salad is a, a more of a German influence that uh, you know Kristen was able to get from uh, from mm-hmm. her from her grandmother um, or her mom, and and then we brought a little bit of influence from my dad's mom, my my grandmother. Um, but you know, it's uh, yeah that, and then you know we're we're messing around with some with some other things. We did you know we got inspired by. Uh, 1775 you know brad and them brad and his parents uh and his brother they do that uh, loaded baked or loaded mashed, mashed potato. potato and man that's that i was like we gotta mimic this like there's some way and kristen and i played around with the recipe and we finally mimicked mimicked it as 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 to our like the way we like it and mm-hmm. we really really like that and we're messing around with some other things we've we've gotten a coleslaw that kristen made a um, Mexican style coleslaw that, uh, you know, we're obviously, you know, the culture that I was brought up in, you know, I, I really, you know, that I didn't have a grandmother that was teaching me how to, to roll out tortillas or anything like that, you know, and, and I, and we lived in West Texas. So I was never really around my grandparents or my grandmother. That's all I had was my grandmother. So I never learned anything and cr- kind of same thing for Kristen because she was a military brat. So we're we're kind of having to bring 
what we like and our own influence so that hopefully our girls will pass it down. And so we will be the ones to kind of start that tradition of what Rosslers bring, you know what I mean? And it's you know, it's tough because look at JQ, man, JQ's killing it, killing it out. All the guys, like even, you know, Moosecraft's heritage, they have all these things that, um, that really is how they grew up with, you know? And then for us, it kind of stinks because we're like, man, we we didn't really have our our family influence, so we're we're trying to bring like that Tex-Mex style, but also like cowboy style, and you know, it's just it, it's it, it's fun. It's fun coming up with new things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's really, really fun. You have so many options. I, I was having uh, I was having lunch with uh, Kevin out here last weekend. We were talking about how barbecue has evolved so much in the last two, three years. Like there's so much stuff going on where, you know, for a while it was, you know, it was one thing and then it switches to another thing. And then, you know, Tex-Mex and, and pastrami and, and now these birria tacos and like, you know, there's like all kinds of stuff, you know, and that's, what's, that's, what's so cool about barbecue and, and you guys, you know, coming on the scene right now, it's just there's so much you can do. There's oh, oh yeah, the possibilities are endless. I mean, yeah, desserts too. Like oh yeah, Stephen for the longest time, like our banana pudding. You know, he was like, add nutmeg, and I was like, I'm not adding nutmeg because it's so powerful. And then we love HEB, and we were at HEB, and they were passing out ginger snaps with orange sherbet ice cream, and I took a bite, and I was like, dude, this and our banana pudding. So. Now we add other seasonings, so it's like a spice. And everyone, all the time, they're like, I'm not big on banana pudding. And I'm like, I promise you, try our pudding, and you will love it. And then everyone's like, oh, my gosh, you know. And so, we use we use the ginger snaps from, uh, from Slayton. From Slayton. You know, so they, uh, you know, they do the, the vanilla wafers up there in Slayton and the ginger snaps. So we're using Texas. Like, a lot of the yeah. stuff we use is Texas. So, um, and yeah. then, obviously, Kristen does sheet cake. Which uh, I really, I really love that sheet cake idea, and then, um, and then we're doing something a little bit out of our comfort zone uh, once again this weekend, which is, you know, it doesn't sound like much, but we really, we're really perfecting it as a, as a peach cobbler. Um, we have a, a pop up coming up at a winery this weekend, and we're doing a peach cobbler, and so, you know, we just, we like to experiment as much as we can. You know, Mama Miller from Miller's. You know, her and Kristen have that kind of that. They they always have something to talk about, like, hey, you know, does your cinnamon rolls ever do this? And Kristen's like, no, I've not. Mine's never done that. And Mom Miller's like, oh, mine did this the other day. Or Kristen said, you know, and that's what I love about the community of barbecue is that we we're able to kind of cross reference each other and say, hey, what worked for you, or what what did you do differently to do this? And you know, we really we really have the opportunity to kind of hit the hit the street you know hit the barbecue scene running and and have something established but but still mess around with things i mean look at what Leroy and lewis are doing man those dudes are crazy yeah. over there yeah i mean they're killing it you know <laughs> who sells brisket once a once a week those guys do because they yeah. do everything you know and they're all they're not holding up at the level but that's how we want to be you know we want to be able to i mean obviously we'll sell brisket every day but we want to be, you know, we want to, you know, we want to bring something that when when somebody eats it, they're like, that was, that's Rossler's 
blue core barbecue. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, Stephen and Kristen really got something going on over there. So, so you're talking about, I know you kind of went over it pretty quickly, but the ginger snaps from Slayton, are you talking about that, that bakery that's yeah. Un- yeah. Uh-huh. hundred years old or whatever? Yeah, sure. That's the one yeah. where you, uh, yeah, so I want to say they may have got caught fire or I, I forget what, or maybe, maybe that was somebody else uh in slate i i can't remember but but anyways but yeah no that 100 year old bakery and they're i mean just amazing i was just there in in december and picked up uh probably a hundred dollars worth of stuff from yeah well and like if you get their ginger snaps like they're small and they're puffy so it's not like normally when you eat a ginger snap it's just such overpower of like you know seizing in it but this one it's like that's perfect plus with like our our, you know, stuff that we stick in the banana pudding, you get just the right hint of cinnamon and all the other stuff we stick in there yeah. that, I mean, people have said it's almost like a custard, yeah. you know, but I'm yeah. like, it's so good. So and I mean, eventually we'll make our own stuff too, but yeah. Yeah. for right now, but that's like, what we have to work with. <laughs> so that, that's a good, that's a good tidbit that if you ever go to Slayton to go get pit forks and smoke rings, mm-hmm. you need to drive down the street yes. and go hit that bakery. Cause don't, oh, yeah. and don't pass, don't pass not seeing those guys. I mean, uh, we were mm-hmm. uh, over the Christmas holiday. We were so bummed cause they were closed yeah. and, 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 uh, you know, Abby Mays was as well, and it was just like, ah, crap, you know, but it's all good. I mean, it happens. So Yeah, those those guys are so, are such good people. They are. Um, they you are. know, the Hills also are such great people. I, yeah, I have not met them, but I, we've talked over, over social media. They they seem like amazing, amazing people. Lo- love those guys. Love those guys. And. And of course, Arnis and Mallory. I mean, that, that that whole area is really cool. And Rahino down the way. At- yeah, Rahino. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie, man. I had, I was kind of thinking there for a while. I was like, you know what? And we weren't gonna go to Lubbock because uh, I mean, her family lives up there. But I was thinking, like, if my parents don't sell their property because they they kind of had it for sale for a while, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna say, let us buy two acres of land up front because um, it's like a main corridor coming from outside of Midland out to Greenwood, you know, I was like, dude, we're just going to open up West Texas barbecue, but yeah. I'm glad that it didn't work out that way because <laughs> I love yeah. Texas. Love. Yeah. It. I mean, yeah. Every, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I'm a West Texas boy, so right. I'm always, I'm always back in Abilene and I'm always uh-huh. in that area. I have a lot of family in Lubbock and stuff. Yes, so, sir. um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's got a, a soft spot in my heart. So were you, were you born in Abilene? Um, I was born, actually born in Del Rio, Okay. Um, only because my mom, um, she had my older brother in Del Rio, and she okay. wanted to have all of her kids with the same doctor. So oh, wow. all of us were born from the same doctor in Del Rio, even though we were living in Abilene, cool. she would go down and have us and then come back to, uh, <laughs> yeah, she would time it. I don't know how, but she uh, was so she's pretty Oh, oh, good times down in Del Rio. I remember Del Rio quite often, you know, when I was growing up, back when you could go across. But, ah, but yeah, man. no, I was born. I was born in Abilene, uh, and then two weeks later, like born in Abilene, and then two weeks later, my parents picked me up in in San Angelo um, at the Catholic uh, Catholic Church there in San Angelo because uh, I was born through like the Catholic Charities. So, so yeah, so crazy, man. That's that's really cool. Like you know, Abilene was your was your stomping grounds, you know? Oh so. yeah, man. That, that's where I grew up. I, you know, we would go to Acuna all the time yes, sir. The Rio, and just party wow. down there and yeah. the great, 
great, great up upbringing, you know. Oh, Good old Texas boy. Club, man, I miss the Corona Club. Oh, yeah, the Corona Club. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in, back then they had a lot of good Texas country there. Yeah, like you could did. go see some really great acts. It was wow. just, it was so fantastic. And, and, uh, yeah, it just sucks that, that it's not like that anymore and you can't really safely go over there and hang out. So, yeah. but, um, so, Kristen, when did you start? playing with the fire you know because I, I know that now you're oh you know gosh. i mean i guess it's been it's been about a year now since almost I a year you know it was really hard with steven was gone a lot after we had julian like i even think he was gone the weekend after i had her and my mom was still here and i mean we were going through a really hard time that he was gone all the time and you know going out to all these festivals and stuff like of course I wanted to go but I'm like you know I have a brand new baby and then I get tired of like chasing the kids you know so I'm like I'm not gonna go to the festival like you just go and he was gone all the time and then finally I was like look something's gotta change like if I can go to these things you know I mean the job that I have now like I don't make a lot of money so I'm like we just need a budget that you know I can go to these but something's got to change. And so I started going to everything. And so um, to some of the festivals and, you know, like Red Dirt, we went this last year. The girls went with us, you know, and Stephen helped out Brotherton, you know. But I'm like, it was so fun still with the kids, even though I had to chase them. But it kind of lit a fire under me, you know, and he was cooking overnight. And yeah, so would, then he would, would go home. to work. Like he yeah. would come home, start the fire. And I'm like man, like I'm up with the baby and he's working all day and then coming home and starting the fire. So then he seasons everything. He trims everything and then he starts trim. it. Trim and season. Yeah. Well, trim and season. Yeah, we're not going to give our Sorry. secrets away. He trims and seasons <laughs> and sticks it on the fire and then he leaves for work. So I watch it during the day. And so it was really hard, you know, like I've had a call in from work a bunch of times and, you know, like dealing with the girls, like, I mean, people don't see, you know, Steven, he's the social butterfly and I'm kind of like just the laid back. I don't like to talk about myself kind of person, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, you don't see, like, I remember one time I was nursing Julianne while I was like feeding the fire, you know? So I'm like, it's stuff like this. People <laughs> don't see, but yeah. I mean, you have to have teamwork. And for us, like, you know, I like, to be indoors i don't like to be out in the heat you know sitting by the fire but now it's like she does this now. Is something else that <laughs> you know you have to make sacrifices i'm like my husband this is a passion of his i have to support him and then now it's like i love it like mm. i even love cleaning the pit like oh, the inside God. of it <laughs> so i'm like you know so i guess it's been about a year but i i mean it's awesome it's you know, I have my days that I'm like, I have no life. I have no friends. I'm just at home with the kids all the time, you know. But, I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way at the end of the day. That is just so cool. Yeah. Well, I, lo I look forward to seeing more pictures and, and you being uh, more of an impact there. That That's so cool, you know. Sometimes uh, good things happen as, out of necessity, you know. And in this case... You know, you, you had to get out there and now it's just become such a passion for you as well. And yeah, that's just that's just so cool to see. Yeah. You know, and like we had a pop up at a 
winery, I guess like a month and a half ago. And it was like, you know, Stephen, he cooks. And when he sees people, he's like, it, it just brings so much joy to him. And I'm like, man, I want that. And we had this pop up and I had to do cheese. I did cheesecake bite. You, We had a pair a Prosecco wine with a dessert of our choosing. And so I'm like, I'm putting it on the plate and like I got it done. I shaved the um, chocolate on the cheesecake. I put my cranberry orange dollop sauce on it and I got done and I was like, man, you know, like I'm proud of myself, you know? Okay. So that was just like another fire that, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, I've, I've got the pit, you know, but I, I'm not going to trim in season yet until, like, later, because I don't want to be doing everything. <laughs> but, you know, that was, like, my first time that I was like, man, I feel really good that it was something that Stephen had nothing to do with at all, and, and I got to do this, you know, yeah. so... Kind of I mean, it's, baby. it's hard. A lot of couples can't work together. And Stephen and I, I mean, we just know what we have to do. He stays in his lane and I stay in mine and we just do it. So. Yeah. If you saw us, if you saw us at a catering or, or when we sit up for a pop-up, um, you would like, if, if there's somebody there to help us, like usually people will show up early to come help us. And we're like, Hey, just stay to the side, stay to the <laughs> side. And then like, we'll tell you when you can help. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're like, think we're joking. We're like, no, 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 like, just come help us set up the tent real quick. And after that, like, literally just stay to the side. We, we, I mean, this, the order of March that we have, we have everything and, and, and tote boxes and things of that nature. And it's, and it's not just a military thing. It's, it's Kristen's OCD. Like she knows where everything's at and it's great. I mean, it's, it's really, it's really good because, you know, we have a system down and, and it's, it's funny because we, you know, we'll get ready for a 250 person catering and we'll be set up within, you know, five, 10 minutes. And they're like, uh, are y'all ready yet? And we're like, yeah, oh yeah, we've been ready. And they're like, oh my gosh, like that was pretty quick. And we're like, yeah, we're, man, this is a well-oiled machine, you know? So it's, <laughs> it's, it's fun, man. We're, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the transition, uh, from, from the pop-ups will be to where we'll, we'll do a trailer first, just because that way there's, you know, not the overhead of a, of a, of a building or, you know, the scare, the scare of trying to go into a building and then whatever, but, you know, mm-hmm. we'll do the trailer and then, and then go from there. But yeah, yeah. we've got a lot of cool things, man. That's, that's smart. Um, so what's, what's the time frame here? And, uh, cause I know that you were counting down your retirement and everything. Right. <laughs> uh, where, where are we with all of that? So if, if the medical retirement doesn't happen, May 17th, my retirement leave will start more likely unless I can get it pulled um, and just stay till August 31st. Um, and I know that sounds kind of confusing, but I've, I've saved up enough days um, from from like my official retirement date, which is August 31st. Uh, I've saved up like 120 something days so I can go on leave for all of those days of leave that I've saved up. And basically, I'll still collect a paycheck until August 31st happens. And then that's when I'll start receiving my retirement check, which will be 50% of my base pay. Um, and then I'll I'll fight the, the VA on how much disability they want to give me, which, you know, between my, my TBI and um, and my back surgery and, you know, my, my PTS stuff that I deal with, um, 
you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't say, I, I would say that we're looking at a hundred percent. So, you know, we'll, we'll, the, the 20 years of service and all the sacrifice that I did and, you know, and everything will be beneficial in the long run because we'll have, you know, insurance that will only cost us $124 a, a month compared to what, like a lot of y'all have to pay, you know, uh, could be upwards to thousands of dollars a month, you know what I mean? Um, and so, and then plus we'll have a steady income coming in for the rest of my life. Um, I'm very blessed about, but, uh, but back to, to the time frame, I would say, and you know, if, if the medical retirement does happen, I think it'll still be around the same time frame, the August 31st. So I would look at us getting a trailer probably June, July timeframe, um, having, you know, looking at everyone's trailers that we've looked at. Uh, Brett's is probably one of the more ones that I've really looked at. Him and I have a lot of the same thought process. Um, and I think that's why we get along so well. And I always like, I always jab at Brett, like just messing with him because I always kind of know what he's thinking ahead of time. But um, something like kind of similar to what he has, maybe a different flow system for the for the warmer to pull the meat out of, but uh, kind of similar. Um, but yeah, I would say June, July timeframe, locking that in. And then that way we can start working out the kinks within the trailer. Like, hey, what do we need to do different? What is working for us? What is not working for us? Um, and then go from there. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I know a ton of people are looking forward to it. You've uh, You've made a big impact in the barbecue community. Uh, I know you're always helping people. You guys are always uh, visible. You guys have good hearts. You're hard, you're hardworking folks. And uh, yeah, man, I wish you guys all the very best. I uh, I know you'll be successful in, in in all that you do, and I look forward to it. Now, if you listen to my show, I ask one question at the very end, and so my question is: Can you tell us? Something about yourself that maybe most people don't know. This will be hard for you, uh, oh, Stephen, because wow. you've you've told us everything pretty. I know. Well. I'm about to say. Stephen no, likes to talk a lot. Well, I, I and I was I was kind of <laughs> dreading this question because I was like, oh gosh, I'm gonna let Kristen go first. All but right. I, yeah. Well, so, I don't have time to think about this. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's one the best part. Thing. Gosh. Um. Shoot. You gave up the tennis thing earlier. I was like, man, that would have been a good one. <laughs> yeah, I gave up the tennis thing. Man, I, I don't know. I got one. Uh, in my my 12th grade year of high school, um, we were raising money for something. I forget what it was. But they had a guy's uh, sexy leg contest. And I won the sexy leg contest <laughs> my junior year. I beat out. I beat out this uh, this dude, uh, Phil Morrison, and he was a senior. And uh, he had some pretty nice calves, you know, but my calves just outdid it. So every time I see Brotherton walking around with his little socks on and he's got nice calves, I'm like, man, I, I got to work my calves out. You know, I got to make sure I still got those sexy legs. So, yeah, my junior year, I won the sexy leg contest. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, man. We got to compare calves next time we get together, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, especially you being a freaking – like, uh, man, it's something like you said, I didn't know about the tennis thing, so that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, I played ever since I was 10 years old up to... Man, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Kristen's trying to avoid that. Yeah, Kristen, no, yeah, you can't. You can't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything. Well, you did didn't you, talk about did your... You ever, 
Did well, you ever I, butcher anybody's hair whenever you were training? No, but like I have a very good serve. And I remember one time I was playing doubles and my partner was making me really mad. And so every time I served it, I'd peg her right in the back. <laughs> Oh my God. I, I can't lie. I've done that before, too. Yeah, because I'm like, I can't yell at her on the court, so I'm just going to act like I, I, you know, I miss it and, and whack <laughs> with it. But um, what did you just say? That that, and she... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm super OCD. Um, it caused a lot of problems with Steve and I. Like, after I had kids, you know, they crawl on the floor and everything goes in their mouth that's on the floor. Um. So, I mean, it's like a good thing and a, and a, and a bad thing, but I, I, I'm super OCD. I mean, it's sometimes even hard for me to, like, shake people's hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wish you guys the very best. I know that uh, you guys will crush it. So And I can't wait to see you guys again. And I really fun. appreciate it, brother. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. You bet. And, uh yeah, maybe March time frame I'll be back in Texas. I'm hoping. If not, I'm sure we'll catch up soon. Yeah, yeah, we, for sure. And we'll make sure we plan a pop-up around it. That way you come out and get some of our grub. Yeah. Heck yeah. And if you guys ever want to head out this way, awesome. uh, let me know. You guys are happy. They may happen sooner than later. <laughs> you guys are more than welcome. Thanks for tuning in to the I Crush Barbecue Show. Remember, if you like the show, please help us reach more listeners by leaving us a five-star rating on your favorite listening app. Remember to subscribe and get all past and future shows and share with your friends. You can always find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Show, or just email me at show at gmail.com. Don't forget to tag us with your favorite picks. We'd love to see what you're crushing. Until next time, keep crushing that cube.